The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Welcome to Main Street Vegan, a lively hour with host Victoria Moran, best-selling author and the OG of vegan living for over 40 years. She and her guests have got the goods to help you look and feel amazing, make a difference for animals, and discover the soulful side of the vegan journey. Now, here's Victoria. We are moving on and up to our 500th episode. And you know, in all this time, it has caused me to just develop a great deal of love for my listeners. And because of that, I almost always have people on that I know. So I have vetted these folks, and sometimes I have known them for years. And it's really rare that when somebody just contacts me about being a guest that I say yes. But I had to say yes this time because I do care about you all. And there is a topic we've never talked about. And yet it's really important for everybody who talks or eats or smiles. Hello, all. I'm Victoria Moran. Welcome to the Main Street Vegan Podcast. And the topic that we're going to be talking about today, I'm sure you already figured it out, is teeth and gums and dental health. And I know that many of us have discovered a whole food plant-based diet. Maybe we've reversed illnesses or we have avoided getting the kinds of, of troubles that maybe our family of origin had at the age that we have reached. Yet there's another part of health where we may not be getting the whole picture also, and that is our pearly whites. So my guest today is Trina Felber. She is a registered nurse whose life changed dramatically when a miscarriage caused her to look at what chemicals in the environment may have caused her to lose her baby. This led her to create her company, Primal Life Organics. And here's a plug. Damon John from the Shark Tank is on her board. And Primal Life Organics was to provide a source for non-toxic skincare that would be acceptable to both the vegan and the paleo communities. Later, she did give birth to a beautiful baby girl 
and learned that her daughter had what the dentist called a natural cavity. Didn't sound very natural to Trina, so she turned to much, much of her attention to what is going on in people's mouths, how oral health affects general health, and what we need to be doing differently. Welcome, Trina Felber. Oh, thanks, Victoria. I'm super excited to mouth off with you today. <laughs> well, it's going to be really, really fun because this is such an important area. And sometimes people who are really, really healthy in so many ways end up with a lot of dental issues. There's never really an answer. There are always just kinds of speculation, but the end result is the same. People not being able to keep all their teeth all their lives, and we certainly want to do that. So let's start with your story and maybe even a little background story. You must be somebody who's always been into research and trying to find answers. I, yeah, I've always been someone who, you know, when somebody tells me you can't, I go, watch me. I'll figure it out. I'll do it. I got to prove you wrong. So when I was leaving the dentist office, you know, basically my daughter at the age of two had that molar come in and, you know, we're brushing her teeth and my husband says, that doesn't look good. And so we take her to the dentist. He says, yeah, that's a natural cavity. It happens in utero. And I didn't even know that was a thing that could happen. So he says, we'll put a temporary filling in it. The temporary filling will fall out every two to three months. Every time it falls out, we'll just decide, do we pull the tooth now or do we put another temporary filling in it? And he said, most likely we're going to have to pull the tooth within a year because every time it falls out, you know, there's more damage. We'll just have to pull the tooth within a year. And so when I was leaving the dentist office, he says, you know, because he knew I was upset. I know that every tooth is connected to an organ through the, the meridian channels, which is that acupuncture, acupressure type of pathway where there's communication between a tooth and an organ. And he says, don't worry, mom, we put a temporary filling in it. Now we just hope for the best. And I thought there is no way I was I, at the moment I was mad that he said it. But now when I look back, I'm like, I'm so glad he said that to me because I don't know that I would have actually left the office and done what I did if he hadn't said, now we just hope for the best. So I left and I did some research and I discovered that he was right. If I didn't make some changes, we were going to have to pull that tooth within a year. So I discovered how to remineralize the teeth, how to reset the microbiome inside the mouth so that there's a healing environment. And that tooth fell out naturally 10 years later at the age of 12. And that original filling that was only supposed to last two to three months was still in place. And the tooth had remineralized over that filling to protect it and keep it in place and prevent it from getting any kind of bacterial infection. So there you have it. I did my job as a mom and um, and it works. And it's unfortunate because mainstream dental, like you were talking about, we're still doing the same thing we were doing 20, 30, 40 years ago. We're still using the same types of products. Dental, the dental industry has not progressed, has not looked at what's what's happening and why isn't dental health getting better? Why didn't putting fluoride in everything improve dental health? We're still kind of stuck in the mud. And so it takes people like me to look at the industry and go, what's wrong with that? And how can we fix it? Because your mouth is super important to overall health. Well, let's talk about that for a little bit. Most people just think, oh, it's my teeth. And then I've got all the important heart and lungs and things like that. But the mouth is really important. Tell us why. Yeah. 
So it's your gatekeeper. Um, I remember hearing when I was little, you know, good health starts inside your mouth. I didn't realize back then, but if your mouth isn't healthy, that's exactly where good health ends as well. It's a direct connection. So your gum tissue is very vascular, meaning it has a big blood supply, big blood flow goes through there. And what that means is if you're brushing and flossing and you end up with bleeding gums or your gums are inflamed, it can become leaky, just like leaky gut syndrome. The same thing happens inside your mouth. Your mouth is the start of your digestive system. It is the start of your gut. So we can't necessarily heal the gut. If you have gut problems, you can't really heal the gut unless you start at the origin, which is the mouth. And the leaky gums can allow for pathogens, whether that be bacteria, virus, or toxins like heavy metals, to enter into your bloodstream. That bloodstream from your gums doesn't travel to your detoxification organ like your gut um, would. It sends, and when you're digesting something, the blood supply goes directly to your liver to detox the body and get rid of those pathogens before they travel to your heart and your liver or your lungs and your brain and all sorts of other organs. But when you, you know, absorb something through your gum tissue, that bloodstream blood flow travels to every organ in your body, including your heart. And so that's the direct connection. The actual bacteria that has been, you know, that causes cavities and gum disease is the exact same bacteria that can cause the plaque in the arteries, causes problems with dementia and um, can cause problems with every organ. Uh, Infertility is directly linked to mom's oral health, as well as diabetes and thyroid problems. Every inflammatory type of process is directly linked to oral health. Now, I've heard about it in terms of heart disease, and I know a lot of the cardiologists that we've had on the show add to their list of, you know, how to eat and all the rest, floss daily, that's important. But I've always thought that just seems sort of like it was just hanging there out in the air without as much context as I wanted. So I'm so glad that you're here to talk about that. So this concept of remineralizing, I have a hunch that most people haven't heard that term while sitting in the dental chair. What is it? Is it an acceptable idea or is it a far out alternative? Maybe idea. I mean, and remineralization is what it's a natural process. So your teeth and your mouth should naturally go through the process of demineralization and remineralization. So this happens naturally because of the condition inside the mouth. When you're eating food or drinking something that's acidic or caused by sugar and bacteria creates this acid environment inside the mouth. When there's an acidic environment, it doesn't matter whether it's from your coffee or it's from red meat or it's the bacteria and sugar, the acid wears away at your enamel. You've probably heard that, the acid erosion. That is demineralization. That means that the minerals from your teeth are being leached or leaving your enamel. Over time, that's either going to leave you with sensitive teeth, which means that there's thinness in a specific area or all around the enamel, or a cavity, which is in a specific area, it's just gone deeper. But the process of remineralization is the body's natural ability to put those minerals back into the enamel. That happens when the mouth is alkaline and when those minerals are actually present. So they have to either be present in the foods that you're eating or from the saliva. 
Our saliva also contains minerals. It contains the minerals that your teeth need. It's slightly alkaline, not super alkaline. So if your mouth is in a continuous acidic state, meaning you have bad breath all the time, you're eating a lot of sugar, you have the wrong bacteria inside the mouth, your saliva is unable to neutralize those acids because it's too acidic and your saliva is not alkaline enough. What happens long-term is that because you've lost your body's natural ability to remineralize your teeth, you end up with very thin enamel, gum disease, and cavities, which then ultimately can lead to other types of problems, periodontitis and needing to get root canals or pulling the teeth and things like that. It's a process that naturally happens. And if we mimic that process, basically all we have to do is change the environment inside your mouth. We have to change it from being acidic to being alkaline. While it's alkaline, you have to have those minerals present because if if those minerals aren't present and your mouth is alkaline, it's going to help help with establishing healthy bacteria, but it's not going to remineralize the teeth. So what I did was when I was trying to figure this out for my daughter's tooth, I was like, okay, I have to create something that's alkaline. Baking soda is a great option for dental products. Baking soda is going to alkalize the, 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 the toothpaste or tooth powder or whatever you're using, but you also have to have the minerals present in order to put those minerals back in the teeth. What's interesting about the teeth is Calcium and phosphate are the two primary minerals found in the teeth. Notice I didn't say fluoride. <laughs> Fluoride's not technically supposed to be in your teeth or your body. Fluoride is a is it's foreign. It's a foreign material or whatever you want to call it, metal to the body. The only reason babies are born with fluoride in their bodies is because mom passed that along to them during development. But your teeth all do have other minerals, including silica and magnesium and manganese. So the importance of a healthy diet and eating organic foods is that you're going to get more of those minerals in your diet and the chances of remineralizing your teeth will be better if you're eating healthy foods and omitting more of the processed foods and the sugars. The problem is that even organic foods are grown in soil that's really minerally depleted. So we're kind of at this uphill battle. And this is why fluoride was one of the one of the things they wanted it to do was strengthen the teeth. They figured if we can get fluoride in the enamel, it would strengthen the teeth. Unfortunately, the track record for fluoride shows that not only is it a neurotoxin and cause other health issues, but we haven't seen success with it. It's really not doing what they wanted it to do. And that's because the body doesn't, it's not a normal part of the human body. And what I discovered is being able to use the minerals that are normally found in the teeth. When you make sure that you're brushing with something that's alkaline and you have those minerals present, you are then able to put those minerals back in your teeth. And it happens very very quickly, to be honest with you, um, people that have suffered from sensitive teeth for years and years have been able to use, you know, alkalize their mouth, you know, my products and have no sensitive teeth within, you know, three days is what wow. a lot of people will tell me three days. So it does, it can happen and it happens quickly, but unfortunately our natural ability to um, remineralize our teeth has been just it, it doesn't work quite as well because our of our diets and the other health issues that we have internally going on, in, including digestive health issues. So just a question on the acid uh, alkaline thing that I think confuses a lot of people. 
what we generally hear about acid on the teeth is fruit, citrus fruit. I've heard rinse your mouth, wait 15 minutes after eating that before you brush your teeth. I don't know if you would agree with that. But then we also hear that those foods are not acidic because they're actually alkaline as you adjust, digest them, but they're evidently acidic to the teeth. Help us out here. No, that is confusing. So it's a good point. A lot of people will drink like lemon water or lime water and the citrus foods are acidic. So you, you know, technically don't want to be swishing with anything that's like that. Just use a straw that will bypass almost all of the enamel. And if you're brushing with the right products, being exposed to something that's acidic, because, you know, we are going to be eating acidic foods. Your mouth is, your mouth was actually designed to take care of your, your, you know, enamel and your gum tissue. It wasn't designed to try to repair the, the enamel with all of the processed foods and the sugars that we are eating in our daily diet. So, and unfortunately, because of the digestive issues that have come up, you know, a lot of people suffer from malabsorption or small intestinal bacterial overgrowth or SIBO or just, you know, general types of digestive issues. You're not absorbing the nutrients from your food or even the supplements you're taking the way that your body needs them. And then without even realizing it, you become mineral deficient. And then your saliva, of course, is going to be less mineral, have less mineral content in it because you're mineral deficient. And then your natural ability to remineralize your teeth is also going to, you know, not work because you just don't have the minerals in your saliva. The other piece of oral health comes from the fact that nitric oxide is one of the biggest components of health. I don't know if you've ever had a discussion on the podcast about nitric oxide, but nitric oxide production um, happens two different ways in the body. And one is through enzymes internally, but the other 50% of your nitric oxide is supposed to be produced from your diet and your mouth. The healthy bacteria in your mouth is what breaks down the nitrates in vegetables and fruits and things and converts it to nitrate. And then in your gut, the bacteria in your gut converts it to nitric oxide and nitric oxide is the vasodilating. So it increases blood flow, increases oxygen flow and nutrient delivery. And it's extremely important for heart health. Many times we hear about nitric oxide for heart health, but it's also important for women's health, men's health. It's important for stress relieving. Your um, immune system is dependent on nitric oxide. Sleep is dependent on nitric oxide. So if we're brushing with stuff that's not allowing our natural healthy bacteria to live inside the mouth, 50% of our nitric oxide supply is depleted. And that is the other connection to internal health, especially like heart health and um, fertility and things like that. That nitric oxide production is so important. And your saliva is supposed to contain some nitric oxide because the nitric oxide is going to prevent cavities. But when your nitric oxide depleted, just like mineral depleted, your saliva is not going to have the, the concentration that it really needs. And it's just that hamster wheel that we get on and we can't figure out we're, we're doing everything right. I'm brushing twice a day. I'm eating healthy. What's wrong? I can't get any. I can't feel better. And it might be the fact that if you're brushing with the wrong products, if you're brushing with things that have like antibiotic type ingredients in them, you're wiping out 
all of the healthy bacteria that's going to support nitric oxide production, a healthy bacteria inside the mouth, and prevent the cavities and gum disease. This is really fascinating. We have talked about nitric oxide a couple of times. Uh, Dr. Caldwell Esselstyn Jr., that a lot of uh, people listening know and admire, talks a lot about this in terms of heart health. And he even suggests that we eat dark leafy greens like throughout the day, the way that people used to have, I don't know, breast mints or salt and nuts or whatever, that we're just eating these leafy greens because the nitric oxide is so important for the health of the endothelial cells. And obviously we're learning today for so many other things too. So if I were to just go across the street to the CVS and I would winnow down the toothpaste over there and I would be sure I got one that was cruelty-free And otherwise, it would just be toothpaste. And maybe it would say, for sensitive teeth, what would it be doing for my sensitive teeth? Unfortunately, probably not much, because I've looked at thousands of um, dental products over the past 12 years. And unfortunately, most of them are not formulated to do what we need it to do, which is repair the enamel by remineralizing the teeth and resetting the microbiome to be healthy. The third component of oral health is it's supposed to detox the tissues of your mouth. Your mouth is exposed to so many pollutants, not just from the foods that we eat, but from the air that we're breathing all day long. Things that we're putting in, you know, into our systems through the air that we don't even know. And your gum tissue, especially if it's not in good condition, is a gateway, again, for those things to get inside the body. And then once inside the body, that's where the inflammation comes from. That's why internal health is so affected. It's the inflammation and those inflammatory markers then that cause disease. So unfortunately, most of the products on the market contain ingredients that are actually going to cause more acid buildup inside the mouth. Mouthwash is one of the biggest no-nos. You know, I would say probably 98% of the mouthwashes on the market are formulated to cause cavities and gum disease because they wipe out all of your healthy bacteria. And it's going to take about three days to rebuild. Three three to five days, three to five days will help rebuild your healthy bacteria, but not if you're doing mouthwash twice a day. Unfortunately, then you're only, you're exposed to the harmful bacteria and the acid buildup. Your body cannot get rid of that Uh, or neutralize it inside the mouth. And then you're just exposing yourself and your teeth and your gums to acid buildup all day long. So I usually tell people like mouthwash is the biggest no-no. You don't need it. Honestly, when you find a program that actually works, that's formulated correctly, the healthy bacteria thrives inside your mouth and you don't need mouthwash or breath mints or gum because your breath will be normal, it will be a good tasting breath instead of that foul tasting breath, because that foul tasting breath is actually from the harmful bacteria. Probably the first sign that you have that imbalance in the bacteria is bad breath. So waking up with bad breath just tells you that you've got more of the harmful bacteria that's eating at your enamel and your gum tissue. You know, I always get asked, what, what do I look for? I always try to tell people what to look for in their products as opposed to what not, like what to avoid. Because believe it or not, if you're if you know what to look for, you can very quickly rule out what's healthy for you and what's not. My opinion, after doing my research and with the success that I've had with my daughter's tooth and millions of other people have had um, success. I had one woman who had a she went to the dentist and she had six, five, five cavities and one of them needed a root canal. 
And so she found my dirty mouth is what I call my dental products, dirty mouth tooth powder. And she started using it as a last resort thinking, oh gosh, I, I, I don't want to lose more teeth. So I'm just going to try something different. And she went back to the dentist and sat down in the chair and was getting ready to have a root canal. And the dentist came in and said, her name was Miss Gibbs. She was from Texas. And he, she said, he, he said, Miss Gibbs, you can go home. You only have one cavity and it's small enough that it doesn't need even a filling. You don't need a root canal today. You're all good. So she was super excited. And, and it's the key components. It has to be alkaline. The, the products that are, we're using have to be alkaline. If there's no baking soda in the product, most likely it's not going to be alkaline and it's only going to support the unhealthy bacteria. Because believe it or not, it's kind of like cancer. Cancer creates its own environment because when the cancer cells die, they're acidic and they create that acid environment so that the cancer can continue to spread. That's why people have healed themselves by switching to an alkaline diet and doing things that support detoxification and all, all those types of things. But if you switch and you use something that's alkaline, acidic things cannot grow or are killed when it's presented in an alkaline environment. So by brushing with something that's alkaline literally can break down plaque, which is the biofilm that helps to protect the bacteria, break it down and actually kill the bacteria that's causing all the problems. So I always say, look for baking soda. I like to also look for clay. So the second piece of it is you want the products that you're using to have minerals in them. Clay is one of my favorite types of ingredients to use because it has a plethora of minerals, not just calcium and phos, which are the main ingredients or the main minerals in the teeth, but it also has the manganese and the magnesium and the silica. And it's a lock and key. If you lose a magnesium mineral, you can't replace it with a calcium. It has to be replaced with a magnesium. So brushing with clay is really beneficial because all of those minerals are going to be present right there, especially if it has baking soda in it, then it's going to be alkaline. And those minerals can then go back in and lay down the foundation of the enamel. The third piece of it is the dental product really needs to detox the tissues of the mouth. Like I was saying earlier, your mouth is exposed to so many toxins. Clay is amazing because it can bind to those toxins and pull them out of the gum tissue and cleanse the tissue, which will then open the gateway for healing to begin. And then leaky gum syndrome or inflamed and bleeding gums can then heal quicker because it doesn't have all that you know, inflammation and all of the, um, the stressors in it that's causing the leakiness and that inflammation to happen. Oh, this is so exciting. I can hardly wait <laughs> to get started on my alkaline mouth program. You know, we have heard before about problems with mouthwash in terms of the gut microbiome. Um, Dr. Joel Kahn, America's holistic cardiologist, uh, talks about that, particularly the mouthwash that everybody thinks is the heavy duty kind that is really going to get rid of the bacteria and you'll never have a cavity again. But, you know, maybe you'll never be able to digest cabbage again either. So I know you actually have a recipe for mouthwash. And after we just take a little breather here, if you'd be willing to share that recipe with us, I bet we would just love to cook some up. So let's take a minute. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. 
Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. She's vegan. Welcome back, everybody, to the Main Street Vegan Program and this fascinating discussion with Trina Felber, RN. Don't you love her? Isn't she full of information you've never heard before? That's always so exciting. Her website is primallifeorganics.com, and we will put all of her URLs in the show notes at MainStreetVegan.com. And speaking of Main Street Vegan, we've always got a little news to share with you to start out with. I am very happy to announce that this month, November 2023, is a great big anniversary for me. It is my 40th anniversary of going vegan. So my plan had been that this month I would celebrate that big event by doing a great big fundraising push for the feature film, Miss Liberty written by my husband, William Melton, and me about a cow who escapes from a slaughterhouse and the human drama that ensues. But something else wonderful happened, and my 14th book, Age Like a Yogi, got a publisher, Monkfish Book Publishing Company. So great big shout out and thanks to them for inviting me into their author family. But in order to publish in 2024, They want the manuscript by January 6th. It's a cosmic date, isn't it? Epiphany. I love epiphany because I always want to have an epiphany. Despite leafy greens, I cannot write a book and do fundraising at the same time. So I will be celebrating the anniversary and having movie to be parties in New York City and launching a crowdfunder. And if you want to know more about that, you want to kind of be part of a movie, you can write to media at MainStreetVegan.com and ask about that. And heck, if you're in New York City and want to come to one of the in-person fundraisers, just let us know how to reach you and we will invite you to that. And finally, final announcement, another due development is that I am hosting a streaming show on Unchained TV. That is the animal rights streaming app from broadcaster Jane Velez Mitchell. You can watch online at unchainedtv.com or download on your phone or your TV even by searching Unchained TV in your device's app store. It's absolutely free and you will get all the latest in animal rights news, all the documentaries we love, the coolest reality show called Pig Little Lies. Oh, you'll love that. And now the Main Street Vegan Salon, in which I interview vegan celebrities and really get in to what motivates these people and what makes them tick. 
So we record live in a studio here in Manhattan. So my guests either have to be New Yorkers or passing through. And it seems that my first several guests are all MDs. Guess that was meant to be because that's how it's turned out. So do tune in, uh, Unchained TV, Main Street Vegan Salon, and you will hear from Dr. Milton Mills, Dr. Michael Clapper, Dr. Michael Greger, and Dr. Joel Furman, and find out what they have to say about why they went out on a plant-based limb to become different drummer doctors. And now getting back to the order of the day and different drummer dental care, Trina, you have a way to make mouthwash that's actually good for us. How do we do that? Yeah, I love using, um, so I do an oil base because uh, your gum tissue if you understand how the human body works and how things get absorbed into the body, it has to be lipid soluble, which means it has to be fatty or um, like an oil-based. Anything that's water-based is not going to absorb into the body, which can be good and it can be bad depending on what your motive is. If you want something to heal and be absorbed, water-based things aren't going to really work as well. So I like to use olive oil as my base because olive oil is very healing. It's got some nutrients in it that is going to help. Not only will it absorb into the gum tissue, but will it will also help heal it. But then taking some essential oils that are really good for the gum tissue, some that uh, will support the healthy bacteria, also increase blood flow, reduce inflammation. Uh, those are the good proponents of essential oil use. And so I typically, if you want to make your own, it's very easy. You just take about a half a cup of olive oil. I personally just like, rec I recommend olive oil. People do oil pulling with coconut oil, um, but olive oil is actually the better oil if you like oil pulling. I also like to add some essential oils. So, so to about a half a cup of Olive oil, I would just add about 10 to 20 drops of different essential oils that you choose. Some of my favorites um, include like the mints, like peppermint or spearmint. I also like using clove. Clove is really good. It's really um, beneficial for the gums. It's good for healing modalities. Lemon peel oil is also really good. That's an essential oil. That's also very healing. Tea tree is also healing at these low concentrations, you know, with tea tree, I would probably only use about five drops at the low concentrations. These are not going to be harmful to the healthy bacteria. They're going to help restore the good bacteria inside the mouth. Chamomile is another good essential oil. Um, Cypress is another good one. Cinnamon is also great. Um, those are just some different ones. You can kind of play around with the blend, what works for you. Um, I make a blend myself. Uh, we call it gum drops. And you can do a couple different things uh, with the with the oil base that you use. You can either use a couple drops and spread it directly on your gum tissue with your finger. So ours comes in a little dropper bottle. You put two or three drops on your finger and rub it right on your gum tissue. You can put about two to three drops in water if you want and kind of mix it up. Oil and water don't really blend, but when you put it in, it'll give you a medium to swish it around in your mouth and then spit it out. So that's another option. Another way to use this, um, some of my customers love to add it to their toothpaste and then brush with it. So they'll just add a drop or two to their toothpaste and then they brush with it and it helps with their gum tissue. It was so interesting listening to you name all those essential oils because I was just smelling 
<laughs> each of them as as you name them. I, I had COVID recently and um, John Pierre is a wonderful uh, health educator had said, I want you to smell different essential oils throughout the day because that will help preserve your sense of smell through COVID. And I'm happy to announce that I can still smell everything. So yay to essential oils. So I want to ask you about one other health aspect. You, you've touched on it um, peripherally, but you say that there is a relationship between oral health and a good sex life. I'm sure everybody wants to know about that. 100%. <laughs> and it has to do with the nitric oxide. So it's not just heart healthy, the nitric oxide, but it's also for sexual health. And, you know, I'm talking for reproduction, but also for orgasms for women and men. And for men, erectile dysfunction can happen and happens very frequently because of the loss of nitric oxide production. So that's how your oral health is directly linked to sexual health. Uh, fertility is also dependent on nitric oxide. You know, you've got to have fallopian tubes that are open and you've got to have healthy, um, you know, the healthy um, secretions, vaginal secretions and uterine secretions. And all of that is dependent on nitric oxide production. So if your mouth is in an acidic environment and you're not able to break down nitrates in the food, and I'm talking, these are healthy nitrates. These are not nitrates from bacon and, um, you know, different types of processed foods. These are nitrates from the healthy foods, the, the vegetables and the fruits. Uh, if you don't have the healthy bacteria breaking down um, the nitrates to nitrites and then the healthy bacteria in your gut converting it to nitric oxide, I truly believe that's one of the reasons infertility is on the rise is because we are not taking care of our mouths. We don't have the nitric oxide production that we need. Of course, you can take a pill. There are now um, tablets or pills that you can take for nitric oxide. You can pop a pill. There's test strips that you can do to see if your nitric oxide level is high enough, but that's not a long-term solution you can't pop a pill every single day for the rest of your life and expect to be healthy. It just doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. Switching and, and, you know, making sure that your mouth is healthy and you're producing your own nitric oxide the way it's supposed to be made. That's what's going to cause long-term health. You're not going to have the up and down roller coaster of nitric oxide. You're going to have that constant flow of nitric oxide. Um, but yeah, women's health and fertility and um, sexual health is very dependent on oral health, specifically that nitric oxide production. Mm, thank you. So you can learn more at primallifeorganics.com. Now this is a, a shop and Trina has amazing products that you can check out. But even if you're not going to buy anything, I would recommend that you sign up for her mailing list because she sends out really interesting informational um, items um, every several days that, that you might find very, very educational. So my final question as we are winding down with the dental health topic is how do we communicate with our dentists? It seems that there ought to be college courses, how to talk to a doctor, how to talk to a lawyer, how to talk to a dentist. So what do we do? We're sitting there in the chair and the dentist knows what he or she knows. How can we communicate some of the things that we've learned today? You know, that's a tough one because unfortunately, a lot of the dentists out there don't understand. They're not taught this, most of them. And some of them will blatantly disagree. Some will tell you that clay and baking soda are too abrasive and will wear down your enamel. 
but they don't know the science behind it because the um, it, it's called there's a relative dentin abrasivity RDA test that can be done. Dental products need to be below 200. My dental products test around 100. Most dental products are between 100 and 150, meaning that anything over 200, you wouldn't want to use. But baking soda has an abrasivity score of around seven and clay is around 80 to 100. So the problem is that most dentists don't understand the natural uh, modalities to heal the teeth and the mouth. So having that conversation with them can be very frustrating. And I typically... For my customers, I actually send out an email that says what to expect during your first dental visit. This is how it's going to go. I'm going to lay it out, especially if you go to a regular dentist. Your dentist, you're going to go in, you're going to have a cleaning. Your dental hygienist is going to be commenting about how you no longer have any plaque. Your gums look so much healthier. They had to barely do any scraping or anything. Your dentist is going to come in. He's going to comment about how great your teeth and gums are looking. And he's going to ask you what you've been doing. And you're going to tell him, I switched to this really natural clay-based dental product. And um, he's going to go, oh, you can't use that. You need to go back and use what you were using before for those 10 or 20 years that you've had cavities and gum disease. And we scraped all that plaque off and your gums were getting bad. I said, so you, they don't understand. They're going to tell you that your teeth are better than they've ever looked, but they're going to tell you stop using what you're using and go back to using the stuff that was causing problems to begin with. And that's my biggest frustration. But I, t I try to tie that into people and let them know so they know what to expect. So you're prepared and you can come back with, I'm good. I just got the best dental checkup I've had ever. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. So part of this is just educating yourself. And I always tell people the best thing that you can do as a consumer is educate yourself because unfortunately, you know, big dental, big Cosmo, big pharma, big farm, nobody's out there educating us. We have to know what we want and what's available. And you have to be your own advocate. Now you can look for, um, there's more and more biological or holistic dentists that are, um, you know, becoming more mainstream. So I always try to, you know, let people know to, to do a Google search for a biological or holistic dentist in your area. I actually travel, I, I'm in Ohio and my biological dentist is in uh, Arizona. And so I, it's a great, it's a great reason to take a trip, you know, when you have a <laughs> dental appointments. So, you know, if that's your MO and you want to travel, you know, make your appointments with your, uh, you know, dentist that is a location you want to go to. But my point being is a biological dentist is, um, and a holistic dentist are going to look at you holistically, not just teeth and gums. They're actually going to look at the structure of your jaw, your tongue. They're going to ask you about your heart. They're going to look at your, your neck and all of you know, your head, everything little, they're going to be more open to using less harsh ingredients or harsh products. And um, even like for fillings, they're more, if you have to have a filling, you have to have a filling and they'll be using ingredients that are more healthy as opposed to the chemical or toxic type stuff. So it's well worth it. If you even have to travel an hour to your dentist twice a year, if, you know, if you can make that switch, I always say travel is worth it to go see a biological dentist. But if that's not an option, just making sure you're doing your research and, you know, using the right products and knowing going into it that they might be on the, you have to have fluoride train. And, you know, if that's something you don't want, you just have to stick to your guns and say, you know, I'm sorry, that is just not in my plan. I appreciate you offering and, and move on is, is the best 
advice that I can give. Mm. Uh, health confidence, such <laughs> such a needed thing. So just as we're about to, to finish up here today, Trina, I know that your first love wasn't dental care. It was skin care. So just give us a little, little minute's rundown on what we're doing to our bodies by what we are putting on our bodies and faces. Yeah, I actually started the company. It was the skincare um, until my daughter had that problem with her tooth. And then I was like, wow, I didn't even think about dental health. Uh, but, you know, skincare is the same type of thing. It's all the chemicals and toxins. And um, I always like to say this as far as like, I, I actually on the website have a collection of vegan products because there are some of my products that do have like beeswax and things in them that wouldn't be considered vegan. But we've tried to be very conscious and make it easy for anyone that is vegan looking for the products that are appropriate for them. But what one of the things that really shocks me when I look at, you know, other companies that are making products that are vegan is that even though they don't contain animal products, they contain so many chemicals. And so there's that choice and that, that, you know, just waking up about the fact that just because something says it's vegan doesn't mean it's safe. And that was one of my problems with all of the beauty industry is that everybody wants that glowing skin, but at what cost, what is the price? Because all of those chemicals that are in there, you know, it's estimated that women can put around 130 to 150 chemicals, toxins, things that we know cause cancer, we know that they're endocrine disruptors, meaning that, you know, they can cause infertility, thyroid problems, you know, all sorts of things. They're neurotoxins, they're allergens, they suppress your immune system. We know that these chemicals do this, and yet we bombard ourselves with these things. And some of us, you know, 150 chemicals a day, what does that ultimately do to you? And I often get asked, what is the worst ingredient in skincare? So Victoria, do you want to take a guess at what I might answer? Well, I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get it wrong because I would have said parabens, but most people are taking those out. So what is it? Oh, okay. I always like to hear what people are going to say. You're right. Parabens is bad. But when I get asked that question, what Trina, what is the worst ingredient in skincare? My answer is water. Plain old water is the worst ingredient in skincare. And most people, their jaw drops and say, what? Why would that be so bad? First off, water is in almost every product you're putting on your skin. So it's in the moisturizers, it's in um, lotions and um, serums, body washes, all everything. Unfortunately, most of the companies are using tap water and I call it crap water, which is loaded with you know, everything, including drug waste, antibiotics, birth control pills, you know, you name it, it's in there, heavy metals, all sorts of things. But the other problem with water is that when you put water in a product, and typically if water's in a product, it's listed first, it's the main ingredient, which means it could be 70 to 90% water. I've seen these formulations. Most of the time when water's in there, it is between 70 and 90% of the formula, meaning that if it's if it's 70%, you're paying 70% of the money you're buying is, is just paying for water. Secondly, if you put water in your product, you have to have an emulsifier because water and oil doesn't mix. And again, just like your gums, the ingredients that actually work are lipid soluble. They have to be able to penetrate through the, the, the skin, lipid soluble, which is oils. Oil and water don't mix. They have to put emulsifiers. The emulsifiers are chemicals, they're toxic. 
You also have to have fillers because water-based products are very thin. So fillers and thickeners, preservatives are a must because water breeds bacteria. All of those other things cut down the actual ingredients that are healthy or what is actually good for you. And some of the, you know, touted ingredients that are good for you are going to anti-age you are actually chemicals that are actually going to dehydrate you, cause more problems. Um, so if you get rid of the water, you get rid of all of the BS stuff, the stuff you don't need anyway, that's not doing anything for you, but causing dehydrated skin and premature aging. What you would be left with is the ingredients like I use, the oils, the essential oils, the the herbs, and, and the healthy plant-based ingredients that actually have the nutrients in it that's going to create wellness in the skin and healthier looking skin. The other problem with water is that it disrupts your microbiome and your sebum and it causes premature or it dries the skin out because when water is on the skin, it doesn't eva it doesn't absorb, it evaporates. And as it evaporates, it takes moisture with it from your skin. So it's going to create premature, premature wrinkling, premature fine lines, aging signs. One of the easiest ways to look younger is to just put some oil on your skin. If you don't believe me, whatever oil you have to cook with, put some on your skin for two or three days and see if you don't get some sort of glow. Um, it's going <laughs> to actually puff your skin up. You're going to see less of the wrinkles and the fine lines will start to disappear a little bit. And over time, I blend a bunch of oils and essential oils together, depending on what I really want them to do. And um, it's phenomenal, the skin that you end up with once you omit the water and the chemicals. Wow, that is exciting stuff. And I'm sure we can learn a lot more at your website, primallifeorganics.com. And then of course, also for more information about toxic cosmetics and non-toxic ones, uh, environmental working group, great bunch of people, ewg.org. And speaking of URLs, um, Trina, tell us where we can find you on social media. Oh, yes. Uh, Primal Life Org is our handle for Instagram, Primal Life Organics on Facebook. And then, you know, we're on TikTok and YouTube as well as um, Pinterest. Primal Life Organics on Facebook, TikTok, Pinterest. I'll bet you do great TikTok videos. TikTok has not necessarily been our forte. It's been more of the Instagram and Facebook. We've, uh, we've, we've, we're on TikTok, but it hasn't been uh, one of our favorite platforms. Let me put well, it Well, you way. know, it's a funny thing because for such a long time, I didn't want to go there because I'm not a teenager. And then I started reading, if you're over 60, you need to be on TikTok because there are so few older people there that everybody who goes there gets all kinds of followers. I still haven't done it, but uh, we will know <laughs> how to find you um, on all of these other wonderful places. And Thank you, Trina, for such terrific information. I think you're going to change a lot of people's lives just from what you said today. And thank you so much for doing it here. Thank you, Victoria, for having me on. My pleasure. And thanks to everybody who's listening. Let's go out and make Main Street vegan. Thanks for listening. Find out more about today's episode at MainStreetVegan.com, where you can also learn how to take your vegan or plant-based outreach to the professional level through Main Street Vegan Academy. And join our inner circle at the Main Street Vegan Podcast Listeners Group on Facebook. See you next time.
We spend a third of our lives sleeping and dreaming, yet most of us have no idea what goes on during that time. I'm Kelly Sullivan Walden, and as a dream expert and best-selling author, I'm here to empower you to mine the gold from your nighttime dreams. Join me on the Kelly Sullivan Walden Show, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network, available wherever you get your podcasts. Until we meet again, don't take your dreams lying down.